Welcome to Side Quest Completed, a podcast of uh, indie game hobby development, starring, uh, I guess, hosted by your own JC and Calvin Iron Froggy. Yep. Never know which one to go by online, so I always say both. Nice. Yep. Usually find me as like third track or often as JC online. Cool. All right. So this is official episode one of the Side Quest Completed Insert Music Here podcast. All right, and I guess we're going to start off with like what we're doing uh, recently, what's coming up next. Yeah, so um, um, so my current project, which I'm not sure how to describe yet, I'm kind of in this early phase where I'm building you know, like the system bits, um, and part of it includes like a bunch of mini games. So I was actually at the point of making only the second mini game, which is important for figuring out like you know how the stuff gets shared by different parts. Um, so that I can actually like, get some mileage out of it. Because the whole intent is to be able to reuse a lot of the fixtures for a bunch of little things. Um, and that actually went really well. And I got this, uh, the start of that. Um, and so I'm sort of fleshing out. I have like a prototype that I pulled out from an old game. And I'm sort of updating it and formalizing the API. And that's going better than I hoped. Like I thought it would just kind of be a mess trying to rip it out of another game, but it's gone really well. So I've uh, oh, very cool. got some progress. That's glad to hear. All right. Last week for me was uh, not as much game dev as I was hoping. Made some good progress on the uh, Strawberry Jam Plus project. Um, I'm calling Crystal Beast Tarask to borrow another acronym. Actually, initialism, but still. Um, that's something I think... This could be another whole another podcast discussion, but I think I'm actually going to Mary Kondo that, and much as I enjoy it, probably shelve it um, going forward. It's, it's called a good exercise, good learning experience, and still finished in that context. It is a couple weeks almost now after the end of Strawberry Dam, so while no other obligation to stop just because the jam ended, I do have other obligations, like the Anthotari project that's ongoing, this own Patreon to restart. I have the new job I'm starting actually later this month. Current job to wrap up, and other life concerns that all impact the hobbyist developer in a way uh, can't one cannot ignore. Yeah, I, I like that note about Marie Kondoing something. That's something I think about a lot, and I'm gonna re- I'm gonna use that as a verb. I hadn't thought of that part particularly, but I think about throwing away projects, or maybe not throwing them away is not the right verb. Like, yeah, it's like thanking them, uh, being appreciative of what they did for you, and then letting them go. Yeah, that's one thing. So yeah, that's all. After all, uh, one of my favorite books recently was the life-changing manga of Cleaning Up, based off the original book. That I found so much more accessible, and I actually read in short space of time versus having it on my Kindle unread for months. Life-changing manga of Cleaning Up. Even if I was reading it before it got cool, before there was a show. So, big boast there. Yeah, that's something that I want to talk about more later. I think uh, for right now, let's see. Try where, or I can give some details about what I actually did this last yeah. week. Uh, made my code a little less stateful, so a little more event-driven, a little less likely to have weird things changing halfway through the code and surprising me and causing bugs. So, yeah. What else I do? Um, yeah, got a little bit of functionality. Part of the one fundamental thing about the code is that you can change 
what happens in a battle after the fact, actually change the course of the battle from the beginning to the end, almost like time travel. Yeah, I got okay. a little bit better about more code about injecting new things within the uh, course of events. Yeah. So like you could, for example, insert a dodge when you know an attack is coming and be prepared for that. Yeah. Okay. So how you said it like even earlier in a battle, it's like how, how, how much range of time do you have for modifying that course? Is that just like within the currently active cascading events or can you actually do some sort of time travel or not quite time travel, but sort of. Yeah. In this case, it's the idea is that battles are usually really short, like maybe a few blows going back and forth. You already start off losing because you get ambushed and suddenly beaten right at the bat. But you can go back and add things like redirecting attacks, dodging attacks, um, your own attacks ahead of time. You couldn't have done them the first time around based number of action points you have. So even if though you were defeated initially, you still have enough action points to go back and change up, basically rewrite the story of the battle and can adjust those as necessary. So actually, so it's as much a puzzle as anything else to assess out, to figure out how to take a few limited action points and turn that into mm-hmm. changing the course of the battle. Well, that's makes me think of... Um... I really like that, and actually, I'm wondering: does the mechanic there like tie in theming-wise in some way? Like that idea of learning from a failure or change, or you know, fixing something that that happened. Like that, I can see that being part of a theme. I don't know if it is or not. Just just curious if that's tied yeah. in. Yeah, that was a very uh, deliberate choice. Yeah, because I worked backwards. Like oh yeah, I worked backwards from the initialism CPT which can also stand for Cognitive Behavioral Therapy. And, well, I had the very initial idea of rewriting the battle, making it event-sourced, and then hit upon the acronym, well, initialism, and then worked back towards to Crystal Beast Tarask as a game name from that, and just went from there back and forth. The uh, That kind of uh, really like puzzle kind of battles... It's something yeah. I really enjoy, and I have a trouble finding games that really scratch that kind of itch. Yeah, uh, the two games I've I found that really hit that mark are um, Hoplite, the the mobile hexagon tactical Ooh. game, and more recently uh, Into the Breach. Yes, I loved Into the Breach. Let's see if there's inspiration there. Yeah, I've uh, yeah really really enjoy those, and it's hard to find ones that really condense the experience into that like not quite actually a puzzle, but where you can describe it as a puzzle. Yeah, it's almost like kaiju chess. Oh, so I'd, yeah, I just that's a curious uh, imp- uh, implementation um, instance of that 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 idea of the fight's already over as you described, and, and sort of adjusting the sequence of, of events to figure out how to get from. From the failure to a success. Exactly. Yeah, that ties back into some of the, one of the thematic elements of the imagined story of the game is that you're rewriting the story. So it did not turn out terrible, did not turn out bad. It may not necessarily win, but at least it was not as catastrophic as you thought it was going to be. First time in. Yeah. Okay, so I guess um, could talk more about your game. Uh, what's inspiring the multiple minigame 
idea you have going on? Well, yeah, it's a big part of it is that I have a pretty cliche difficulty with actually finishing my game dev projects. And I was looking for something that basically works with my shortcomings yeah. in, in this hobby. And so what I stumbled across is this idea that by building a game, which is inherently a collection of games, um, and there's more to it that I'm still working towards, that when I have itches to scratch that would otherwise distract me and pull me off to a different project, I can just make it part of this project. <laughs> Clever. So uh, I can reuse these bits in the, the engine bit I'm, I'm making so that I actually get to scratch that engine itch that has often distracted me in the past. I can build a new game idea that just suddenly jumps into my head and you know that's fine. I can make a mistake and screw up a whole game and it's okay because there's still a dozen more in the in the title that I can keep even if I want to throw something out. Um, yeah. And so it just kind of gives me a lot of flexibility without actually having to abandon and move on from one one game to another and a long string of uh, incompleted things. Oh, very uh, smart. Hope, hopefully, hopefully it'll be smart, and hopefully it won't be just one collection of all the unfinished things. You know, that's obviously yeah. what I don't want to hit. But uh, and there is still a, a larger arc to try to connect them all that I'm mm -hmm. still working on. Uh, but if, if I can make that work, then I can really, I hope, kind of exploit my uh, hardest to overcome bad habits. Mm, yeah. Um, that's that's the goal. And I also have a lot of games, like I said, that I have kind of walked away from. And a lot of those I can bring back either directly or just the ideas and incorporate into this. So that even if they weren't something I finished on their own or were too small or whatever, or just they work like in this larger framework i can maybe bring those back and kind of salvage these ideas so that retroactively they're not as much a set of failures yeah that makes a lot of sense and one big thing too is that you can also call it done um after a certain number of games and just stop there that's number you find satisfying versus having sort of some sort of larger thing that you have to quote unquote complete to call it done yeah, yeah. It's there are a lot of ways that it both works around some of those uh, bad habits and also just kind of provides a framework that success can have a wide definition, which frankly I kind of need. Yeah. Um. So and I, I am also just excited for the idea itself, the whole larger game itself. Like I am really, uh, really into it. So I haven't been this excited for for a project in a long time. Oh, very good to hear. So, all right. Uh, I guess we can move on to the next part, uh, talking about what we've been playing, reading, watching, etc. All right. Uh, I, Froggy, do you want to go first? Yeah, uh, I kind of have a backwards uh, version of this to Ooh. start off our first, which I hope is okay. I'll allow it. <laughs> so I, I came to the realization that I'm going to uninstall Overwatch. Oh. Uh, and I, it's basically been more or less the only thing I, I play for like the last two months, maybe. Um, and that's not good. Um, it's also not good because I'm not enjoying playing. I realize, like, I play and I get frustrated whenever I lose an SR. I get high hopes whenever I have a good night and then it's ruined the next day. You know, a bad match, a bad team. You know, whatever would just spoil my my time, and I'm not actually enjoying it. I'm not having fun. 
Um, and I do like a challenge, but it's also taking up all of my gaming time, and it's a game that never ends. And I just think that kind of all adds up to I should spend that time on doing something else or playing something else. Yep. So I'm going to uninstall it to at least for a while force myself to use that time for some other means. If I, if I just say I'm not going to play it, I'll probably play it. So I'll uninstall it to give myself a barrier. Yeah, that's exactly why I stopped doing anything in the competitive scene. Even just dabbling in it was because it was way too stressful to lose that SR just because of sheer bad luck. Yeah, it it's really like, and I know a lot of people will say, you know, it's not me, it's my team. And it's definitely, I'm not great. You know, I'm not, not the best. I've never really, like, I played, I played first person games on PC, like, when I was 12 and 13, and not really yeah. much since then until recently. So I'm not great. But I, you know, Jonak. Yeah. I've been putting in a lot of work, though, and it doesn't feel like that pays off. And one thing I noticed is I have a lot of times where I lose with a ton of gold badges, and I win games with, like, nothing for myself. And that just never, it never feels good. Even winning doesn't mm-hmm. feel like, you know, it feels like I'm, I'm winning on other people's success and I'm losing whenever I have a bad team. Like, I know that's not always the case, but just how it feels. Like, there's no yeah. case that actually feels good. Yeah. I have to admit, this is exactly why I have pretty much disappeared from Destiny 2. I've realized after, like, I was playing it way too much. And there's as much a symptom of frustration at work and other things. It was the allure of the game itself, if not more so. I realized I was playing it for the sake of being busy. It was kind of useful to be able to keep myself a little bit busy while watching videos that would not otherwise watch. It's because it's so hard for me to stay still otherwise. And I can't walk and watch a video like I could with a podcast. But I was just playing the game for the sake of playing the game and not particularly enjoying it. And now I've had a break and I was looking forward, even just a couple months ago, to the is it the Joker's Wild, whatever they're calling it, second part of the new season. And just now that I actually have it coming out now, I'm not actually jumping at opportunity, not biting at the bit. I'm just probably not going to participate in that. And while it's going to be a little bit sad missing out on that, I think I'm just going to enjoy the stuff I'm doing much more. Which ironically is Overwatch lately. But even then, only in moderation. Yeah, bring up Destiny actually draws straight into my my initial plan for what my next thing to sink some time into will be, because I I played a bunch of Destiny two as well, but entirely differently. Because what I did notice is I don't enjoy the end game at all. Yeah. But I actually don't mind that. Like I enjoyed the main campaigns. Yeah. I got a ton of enjoyment out of those. I really like them. And just once you get to the end game, it's just not fun. So yeah. recently, I've been seeing all the people talking about how much of a problem they've had with Anthem. And in particular, everybody I see complaining about it is complaining about the parts that, at the end where you sink all that time in. And like the main campaign, that's the part I actually want to get anything out of. So I will probably just buy it as a single-player game, play the main campaign, and then trade it in. Yeah, that's pretty much what I do with Destiny 1, because I got in way too late to really play with anyone else. Play it for a story, enjoy it, stop after a while. I think that's been like one of the biggest problems with the expansion content. It just hasn't been much, well, non-grind stuff to enjoy. Yeah, 
almost thankful that like I'm not like the the grindy parts of Destiny Two could not hook me at all, unlike yeah. Overwatch where I've been hooked, and I think that kind of showed me, hey, I can enjoy just this part. I don't need to enjoy that part. Because like once I realized, hey, this isn't fun anymore, I just realized it's not that the game is bad. It's just I'm done. I played it and I'm done. Yep, yeah. yeah. that's one thing. Is I really value in games is when I can actually complete it and we consider it done in a reasonable amount of time. It's like I don't touch JRPGs anymore because they're going to be hundred plus hour affairs, and that's hundred plus hours I could spend doing anything else, like writing a novel or three. Yeah, there are a lot more games that I want to play that I need to catch up on that I, I cannot sink that time into the larger ones. There's no way to catch up without focusing some on smaller things. That's what I hope to do with a lot of the time that I'm going to save by not playing Overwatch. Exactly. So we're just going to Mary Kondo, all that good stuff. Yep, comes back. That's Yep, that keeps coming back. That's what it's going to be. Yeah. That can be our... Our side series can be basically being the Mary Kondos of people's game libraries. Or, or in general, I can see that I mean, applies a lot. <laughs> what, what did you Marie Kondo this week? Yeah, exactly. Okay, I guess we can also talk about what we're actually playing and reading and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll start with that. Um, Overwatch, like I mentioned, getting back into that. Just occasional little foray for like one, two, three, or four games at a stretch. In part only because work has been very slow outside of even me leaving. So I've had some downtime. Been enjoying like the new characters to Ash and uh, Hammond, because nobody calls him Wrecking Ball. And it's been fun as long as I remember to quit after I gave everybody a satisfying win and didn't just move on. That's one reason I found it really keep it fun for me was pacing it out. And I've also been recently reading um, My Hero Academia, which is to say, just I've been keeping up for for a while now, and just read the newest volume, volume seventeen, earlier this week, and it was a blast. Can't wait for the next one. And uh, what else? Mazes for Programmers. That's been interesting. Technical book from Primary Publishers. And it's actually about how to write code that builds mazes. Oh, that's yeah, that's really relevant to game developers. I can tell you that. So it definitely helps inspire some of what I want to do or will want to do with CBT. And while it's not on the radar for any time soon, I'm looking forward to when I come back and revisit eventually doing more of that when it comes to the overworld. Wow. Uh, what was, was the, the book name there? Mazes for Programmers? Yep. You can put that in the show notes. I am. I don't think we need to link to Des- to Destiny 2 and Overwatch for show notes. Maybe just for completeness sake. <laughs> Pretty sure people can find those. Yep. Yeah, so um, I did, like, the other night when I realized that I wasn't having fun, like, I had a couple of bad games in a row um, of Overwatch, and I closed it, and I walked downstairs to the PlayStation, and I picked up uh, my copy of Horizon Zero Dawn that I have not finished i'm like towards the end and i didn't finish it uh kind of got distracted by overwatch and i thought you know what? i'm gonna sit down i'm gonna play like even just on a couple side quests to get back into the feel of the game immediately having fun just doing like some little you know uh recovery quests and stuff and running some chores for people like yeah. it's just an enjoyable time um 
So I'm going to get back to finishing that before I get into some other games, because I want to try to get into a habit of getting to the end of the games I'm playing whenever I'm really enjoying them. Um, so I can't really give a lot for what else I've been uh, playing or reading, because it was mostly a bunch of Overwatch in the last week to culminate with the this isn't working, because that was only just like Sunday that I realized I'm going to stop. Yep. Yep. Cool. I don't know. Always good to know. Okay, I know the next thing we had on topic was Masterminds. Yeah. This overview. Yeah, you, you mentioned that, and I did not know what it was, so I'm hoping you can clear it up. Yep. So link to some more advanced resources in the notes, of course. But the basic idea is that you get together a handful of like-minded folks with similar goals. Classic example is a bunch of people in the same kind of business like online marketing but for different products, could get together and share notes. Authors will do this often. They'll probably be doing it for a year, for ages, where a bunch of different authors get together and talk about the craft, talk about what they're doing in particular, and most importantly, what they're planning to do between the current mastermind meeting and the next one, so that when it comes time for the next meeting, people can ask them and hold them accountable. And there can be that looming concern of, am I going to meet my expect- the expectations I've raised with others? And basically take that social pressure and leverage it purposefully and deliberately um, with people whose opinions they care about to get stuff done that might otherwise procrastinate on or resist doing. So it sounds to me like that's what we're doing right now. Yeah. And a lot of podcasts, like yeah. And we're just kind of using anybody listening to add on to that pressure. Yep. I've definitely heard and listened to more than one podcast that either consciously or unconsciously doubled as a sort of pseudo mastermind for the host. I know the writing excuses, to some degree, feels like that. Tropical MBA that I follow definitely feels like that. And they talk about masterminds a lot, so they know what they're doing. But that's definitely great. Like one reason we got this podcast together was to know we're going to report on what we've done game development wise on a regular basis. And there's going to be no, like, I'll just not do it this week, but make up for it next week. That can't happen when you know people are waiting to hear what you've done. Yeah. And you know, I didn't know that term, but it was definitely something I had in mind whenever I wanted to do this. And as a matter of fact, yesterday when I was getting frustrated with that Overwatch game, the last one I played before I realized I should stop, part of that decision was realizing, you know, I'm recording a podcast tomorrow, first one about making games. I should probably get something done this week, since it is Sunday, the end of the week, so that I can say I did something this week. Exactly. So, like, part of why I stepped away from it was so that I could use the rest of the afternoon to finish up those bits I was working on and have that update I gave earlier just so that I could say I did something. Exactly, yeah. It's already working. Nice. Yeah, I mean, it didn't happen until Sunday, late Sunday, but it happened. That's a really important thing. And I was like, if you're dealing with executive dysfunction of one kind or another, like, I I might have ADD, I would not be surprised. Uh, setting those kind of deadlines purposefully can make a huge difference. I know back when I was in school, I would purposely set pre-deadlines for myself. I would say, I'm going to get this first draft done of an essay ahead of time. 
I had like days a week before is actually due. And then I would have a draft done before the actual deadline. and could then take more time to do actually edit it up, polish it, get it ready, or to be prepared for any surprises I come up last minute. Yeah, it was like I, I have to get up at 6 a.m. every morning, so I set my alarm at 5. Yeah. So that I will, by 6, actually be up. Exactly. Micro version of the same idea. Yeah. So we'll be more detailed instructions and in the notes, and we'll probably revisit this topic in future episodes, talk more about details, maybe even actual masterminds if we have any lined up by then. Yeah, but, and I, I think if that's like a lot of what we're both getting out of this, that it's probably going to be a what either topic or term that will come up a lot. Exactly. Yeah. But the, the uh, basic idea to summarize it is find a handful of people, maybe two to three other people who also are doing something, kind of thing you want to do, be it making a game, writing a book, starting a small business of some kind, and set a regular time, usually every two weeks or so is a good number, uh, one to four weeks, and meet regularly to spend a little bit of time discussing what you've done since the last meeting, discussing what you plan to do between now and the next meeting, and discussing problems you're having, blockers, whatnot, with other people to get feedback because you'd be amazed how much other people might know about exactly what you're dealing with. And you might even realize you need to uh, ask about. You know, it, it's just suddenly occurred to me that uh, again, with the, this is not the, this is the first time I've heard the term and like that sort of, this is a coherent single idea. And yet it's something that I've both looked for and done a bunch in the past that I can now kind of reflect retroactively apply this to so i think we should move on to another bit but i want to add like maybe one of the times we bring it up i'll talk about uh project nights which is a, a form of this yeah so that's that's a i think that i think that counts and it's something i've run in the past for different kinds of code communities both game dev and not that i think yeah. is very similar i guess you know they're similar to code jams no 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 not, not so these these are like the idea, it, it was like a, they're like um, regular meetups for like a local user groups or game dev communities just to come together and work on projects. But it wasn't with a specific focus of mm. you know like talking about your project, but that kind of was the expected thing to emerge out of it. But uh. this now puts the perspective of having it as an explicit focus. Um, but Sometime I'd like to think and talk about like how that sort of emerges out of project nights that are common in a lot of those groups, and uh, and why it what worked and what didn't. Uh, but I think I think about that for a little bit now, now that I have this sort of perspective to put to it. Yeah, that could be a whole topic for later. Would be like productive work environments and how to construct them deliberately. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I want to think about how how it went to constructing them accidentally and comparing that to how it would go deliberately and why that may be better. Maybe that's something I've missed in the past. Okay. I was trying to find my pen so I can make a note. Got my pocket, very busy pocket. Boop. Okay. Um, so I guess that's a nice little overview of masterminds. Something I look forward to exploring more later. Do you want to move on to talking yeah. about aspirations for next week? 
Yeah, definitely. Um, so let's see. Uh, like I said, I did that kind of last mini game, uh, and I think I'm going to keep going on that. My part of my thing is that my games may have different variants. So Ooh. like, um, like a particular style of game, there might be like three or four games of that genre or, or interaction. So I kind of reuse even more. Um, and so that's the best thing I need to do because I'm trying to get like a spread of different game types and different types of reusing bits of it so I can figure out like what are what is the core system I need all these different mini games to tie into. So like early on I need to figure out how all that reuse works. So my hope I went from one to two games and next week I hope to have four is my main hope. Uh, but I've also been kind of struggling with, I need to do like a bunch of uh, art for it, like concept art, like I need to draw some characters and I need to uh, draft sketches of what some of the backgrounds are going to look like um, and some of the scenes. And I just, I've had a lot of trouble with drawing, with focus on drawing lately. So it's something that's sort of, it's like pulling teeth. So Ooh, yeah. get, getting some of that, like actually sitting down and getting out my pen and just finishing the list of drawings I, I have listed to do for for it is what I really need to do. That's, yeah, so that's you one, like two more mini games, more assets, and less assets and more, more like concept art. Mm, yeah. Like just just drawing, which makes it even simpler, even sadder that it's not getting done. But it's like just finishing those drawings is sometimes tough. Yep, it's hard to focus. Yeah, for you to say like us. Certain number, certain amount of time you can do a new sketch with a reminder that it is a sketch and it not being done done is fine as long as it's serviceable. That might help. Okay. So for me, I had a list of things I wanted to do for the CBT game, but since I am purposefully shelving that to make room for other stuff, that goes off the list. Boop, boop. And so priority is going to be preparing for a new job. Don't very much want to make a first good first impression like out of the park, so on and so forth, and also not exhaust myself. Because that's one concern of the hobby game developer is that you have to worry about things like your day job. Can't neglect those. Um, attack my inbox, which is something I've been al allowing to lay fallow to be neglected for a little too long. I definitely caught myself using the CBT game development time as an excuse to neglect my inbox because it felt productive to work on the game. But wasn't dealing with things in my inbox any attention. So one more reason to shelve that for the moment. And focus on that for now and just take care of pressing life concerns before they would otherwise interrupt the game development at a bad time. And then shift focus again next week. And uh, when, when do you start that new job? Officially the 25th of March. Okay, so our two, two recordings from now will be your first day. Maybe we can talk about it. I hope that go day goes smooth and we can maybe, you know, talk about it that that day. If, oh yeah. If that'll work. Yep. Right. Fun. Cool. So it's been a pleasure recording with you, Mr. Ian Froggy. Yeah, you too. Um yeah, uh, I think this first one went well and um I got yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to putting this together and uh doing it again next week. Cool. I'll put talking with you. All right, see you later then. See you later. Insert outro music here. <laughs> Insert outro music here. Insert.
outro music. Yeah, wow, 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 outro. I'm so glad that I had actually like pressed down on the stop button before when you started that, and I just <laughs> did not let go. I'm so glad that timing worked out. I'll talk to you later. All right, bye-bye. <laughs>
Feels like the pre-show banter warm-up. Yeah, I have to make a note to remind myself of interactions. Yeah, yeah I'll have to break out my pocket operators and sketch out some sort of starting song for us or something. Yeah, we're going to need all that. Something like, side quest completed! Da, 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 da. Without the copyright infringement. Well, you know, if you hadn't mentioned it, some people might not have figured it out. Yeah. Something like that. That's definitely, that That itself is now going on. Yep. All right. So I guess 